Hey, happy Friday, everybody. And I hope you're all ready for this. You're cordially invited, bitch! All right. This is full on stirring the pot. Always on a Friday, one. Indeed. Always Fridays, fresh day, and everybody ready to listen. Three, two, one. Welcome to Stirring the Pot Friday edition. What are we talking about tonight, Dewan? That's a great question. Um, first off, I want to throw out there, because I thought this was kind of cool, that Mo Mac Attacks is an ENTP, and I am an INTJ. We are among the most compatible, only second to... INTP and what? INTP and I am... And INTJ. Oh, for real? All right. All right. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why this shit is magnetic, bro. Because initially, you remember, I didn't like your ass at first, right? That's that's what you said, but I don't believe you. I think deep down inside, you were like, "Hmm, let me see about this." I, I, I didn't know you at first. That's what it was, right? But see, I loved Kanye West, right? Oh, okay. He was right. one of my icons. So now I realized I had to find out through uh, CS Joseph on YouTube. Uh, one of the top cool MBTI uh, gurus out there that right. Kanye West is an ENTP, just like Momac. So oh, the whole damn. time, see how it all fits? You see it kind how of it fits. all fits? It kind of fits, but you got to admit, though, I liked you a lot more before you liked me, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that <is> true. <laughs> he was like, man, this dude's funny as hell. He's just cussing people out with his mind and intellect. It's amazing. I love this guy. Who is he? He's so fried and he's such a well, no, you weren't an Oreo, but you were so fucking fried. <laughs> I love this guy. He's awesome. I want to be your friend. But you're like, nah, man, it's good. We full. We full. Just step back. Step back. <laughs> and that leads into the perfect segue. And yeah. see, the thing with ENTPs yourself, y'all are known a lot of times as devil advocates, debaters. You love to debate things just for debating's sake, which obviously will piss people off because True. they wondering the whole time, why all of a sudden now you talking about this or that? I thought she was cool just a minute ago. And you're like, oh, yeah. no, I was just testing you, see how you move. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to explore. Right, just, just wanted to explore. And just want to explore what you think. With INTJs like me, we, we, we learn best in moments of chaos. So in a way we look for that debating angle as well. But I think unlike the ENTPs, we don't directly debate, but we will like throw a thought grenade out there. We'll- Oh yeah, oh yeah, We'll no say doubt. some, you know, we'll say, you know, like when I did my classical only old white guys on Anchor, which is old now, that's, that's, that's no longer the case anymore. <laughs> Anchor listen, Anchor listen. They was like, let's get some diversity in here. Let's get some young blood in here. Let's get some color in here. Yeah, they did good on that though. They did, I, I have to admit, it's come a long way since what it used to be. I don't know why it was so, it was Hasn't so bad it? before. It's come a long way. It's nice, it's real nice. It, it almost feels like it's the opposite now. Whereas, you know. Exactly. All them guys had a, they had to plant their flag somewhere else. They're like, oh shit, this, no, they took over. No, we got to go. I was just talking with uh, KMC, right? Um, mm. Of the KMC show. And he was mentioning how Anchor um, needs to market us and, and, and make us more discover friendly within the app. Mm. And I was telling him like, man, 
Ain't we on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all these motherfuckers? We we in a lot of shit now. And yeah, that's true. If anything, Anchor is showing us the model that is effective for them as a brand and culture. Because obviously, what was going on before, everybody was happy and hunky-dory. But Anchor was looking at them analytics like, damn, we need to do something to shake this shit up. These motherfuckers too happy. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But, you know, something has to do. With, let me let me throw this out there. Though. Okay. Something has to do with this whole podcast thing, because guess what I did today for no no fucking reason. I was like, well, let me see about this. Let me see podcast hosting sites. Yo, first hit on Google, October 10th, 37 of the best. I said, fuck, 37. And I didn't even see Anchor on the motherfucking list. 37 hosting platforms mm. out there. Yo, this shit is it's like a revival. It's like the blogosphere, but no, now it's like the podcast of fear or whatever it is. I mean, <laughs> obviously they go for the market, but but it's just it's it's news to me. I had no idea it's like that hot. So I guess they want a piece of that action, which makes sense. I mean, you know what? It's already audio. People already technically making small podcasts. Right. And right. and I like the fact that you know we're here and it's focused you know it's still i think the 15 minute mark is probably the the thing for most people but we we gonna give them a lot extra because we good like that you know we're good like that yeah i feel we are entitled to give them a lot extra being that this is once a week we give them that premium piff the exchange of both of our minds and oh thank you everyone for listening we appreciate that tuning in um, cause I did notice the numbers were looking, looking pretty well for what we do anyway. And yeah, I'm surprised. I love it. I love yeah, it. More yeah, I love anybody that takes time out of their day to listen to our shit. You know what I mean? It, it's a good look. And not only that, they really, really listen. I feel like the people that actually do listen, they're like in it to, you know, like they, they like the, the, the banter and they like the topics and they're ready to give back, like hit you back with something. But you know what? That's, that's what it's actually all about for me. I like, I like, uh, I like that interaction, that one, two punch. Speaking of one, two punch. Momac has become the Superman. I know. I don't think I don't know. It's what you be doing. He be say what see, y'all. What y'all don't know is he got another show with Erica Little Extreme, and I think they're called Mo Extreme, whatever the hell y'all call now. <laughs> <laughs> y'all keep listening to we we flipping the name. We flipping the name, but the show is actually called Time Warp. Well. I think it's still called time. I'll let Erica make all the executive decisions. We got to keep her happy. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep her happy. (laughs) But how you slick is that you'll like what y'all don't know is that Momac and I usually schedule to record Tuesdays, right? We do record Tuesdays, six central, uh, five, uh, no, five central, six Eastern time. And uh, he'll record with her in between that time. So he'll publish it the day that we about to record so it's kind of a tiny bit of pressure i'm like damn this motherfucker's putting in work <laughs> god damn he, he like he like he at the gym just shooting three pointers all day and i'm just up there trying to do some layups he like you want to play like, you've been playing all day you gonna kill me I'm trying to go mid-court on y'all you know but that's that's <laughs> playing all day. <laughs> I gotta keep on, you know, I gotta keep active like that, man. It's that ENTP, you know, what you would call it. Oh, and not only that, hold up. Oh, and then Hump Day, man, I did like this cameo type thing going oh, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get into it. Yeah, man. This thing with uh with uh positive vibes. So the positivity. Shout out, oh, shout out. 
Shout out to Positive Vibes, man. Catch it on his show. Um, I didn't do much talking. He just took over. But you know what? I let him do his thing because, you know, I think he's trying to get back into his podcasting uh, claim to fame. And he's, I, you know, what's interesting about this? He's reevaluating the positivity. Mm-hmm. So you might see some negative vibes coming at you with that one two punch. It's it's quite interesting. I got to I got to make a mental note to listen to his stuff. It's been a while. Positive vibes. You may know. Yeah, I'm not the most positive person and and I can only take so much Gary V quota, you know, within a month. And then I oh, gotta God, take yes. a break. <laughs> Especially if you if you're not an entrepreneur and you feel like that entrepreneurness is coming at you so strong, it's like, yo, man, step back, bro. I'm not trying to have that entrepreneur thing. Why I'm not trying entrepreneurs to always pick on the nine to fives, man. Damn. I, 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 ain't, I ain't did nothing to you. I'm just doing my job. These motherfuckers were the first thing they say. Nine to five is for losers. And I'm like, damn. You know what? That's not true. They're not trying to say that. You know what? I think the entrepreneurs that are trying to sell the entrepreneur game try to, you know, tell you that shit. You know, that's where I I get it. You know, it's it's, it's the motivation, you know, because a lot of people who are coming into the world of entrepreneur, like as a culture, are probably nine to five people. So they got to get them out of that that framework that mental state into a more like season your dreams and I, I totally get that I'm totally on board but, but it's such a contradiction never... it's such a contradiction that three months later be like yo I got I got some people I need to hire nine to fives <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck? or even better you know will, will stop the entrepreneurship and they'll go back to the nine to five. They're like, well, I got a little setback. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Well, you go that my bucket. You go in the no. in that room out. Because that entrepreneur game ain't the fucking laying on the beach with a laptop. It's like 24-7 hustle, hustle, hustle. Your heart out, man. It's, no vacations. It's the lottery. Make no mistake yeah. about it. Many mm-hmm. will enter. Few will win. Yeah, there you go. Another good point, man. Another great point. Probably the lottery is better odds. I, I, I even... Mm. <laughs> You know, it's if, is that the real hustle mode, man? They making that money off of people attending. That's how they the entrepreneur. <laughs> that's that. That's a weak game, man. You know, like I, I feel. You know, the ones there. There's some definitely some real entrepreneurs out there oh, yeah, that yeah, trying yeah. to provide yeah. you with some a real service. Uh, you know, some real benefit here and there. You know, those those guys are making it. They don't. You know what? They're not the ones listening to the Gary V's. You know, they're just making it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you much know, love to Gary V. I remember. <laughs> All the people who want, if you uh, OG anchors, I know y'all know who Gary V is. Obviously, I didn't know who he was until I got on Anchor. Obviously, he has done a lot for the community. He has really not been there since. He doesn't really, he doesn't really need Anchor, but he did kind of help it out in a major way. But there was so much anchor, like Gary V hate at the time. And it was kind of crazy. <laughs> now I got to remind people like Gary V ain't on Anchor anymore. Come on, come on over. <laughs> you know what the funny part is? It's it's not that he even was on Anchor or anything that he, yeah, he didn't fuck with it, man. He just basically made a shout out on one of his shows on YouTube or whatever. Got a wave of people over. Of course, they were Gary V guru followers or whatever you want to call it, right? So, yeah, they could be annoying. And I think that's what people didn't like. They're like, why the fuck do I have to listen to all these freaking Gary V copycats show up that ain't even do shit? That's the funny part, right? Like, yeah. they're Gary V copycats, but they ain't even do shit. They're not even running a business. They're just all all about the, I don't know, the hustle. Like, that's the one word that's synonymous B- with Gary Bunch of chefs in the kitchen, huh? 
I mean, I don't even think they're chefs in the kitchen. They're like, um, I don't know, delivery guys not even doing deliveries. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're like doing selfies. They're delivery guys doing selfies. Oh, I'm like, oh. Damn, they trying out. They, 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 they in delivery room. They in the bathroom and the mirror and shit. And Gary <laughs> and they're like, "What you doing?" Like, "Oh, oh, I'm oh, sorry." Hey, hey, I'll <laughs> They practicing their best little Gary Visms and shit. He like, "What the hell y'all doing?" But man, you know get out there and work. Shit. Anyway, what's you funny? Know what's funny though is that let's take Gary V's model right when he came on Anchor. He came on Anchor to post his shit to say his message. And he bounced. Yeah, he wasn't true. trying to build a community of friends, right? And look nah. what ended up happening with the Anchor of Now. Now, don't get me wrong. That's how I met the mighty Momac. I love Anchor for that. It's, it's brought great people in my life. But Anchor, and this because I had this conversation with KMC. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a great combo. It. But Ooh. I was saying that Anchor, you know, the where they're going the social stuff is kind of holding it back because you know recently mo mac they took away the sound of the applause brother say what oh no, no. Mo. And, oh. And you know, you know hold on oh come on do you killing me i used to be applauding text messages and shit i began you know like i'm like <laughs> i need to applaud this shit a dope look they still have the applause but it's just but no sound you can't listen anymore. to oh Man, uh, but they still fall down. You still get that yeah. applause rain. All right, well, all right. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's like what's, they might as well take it all away, right? <laughs> yeah, without the, the side effects. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, shit. That's like a Ashgina or something. You right. know, it's not really a vagina. Man, the right angle and shit. Like, <laughs> depending on how much in the mood you are, you're like, fuck it. Let me turn. How many drinks? Yeah, how many drinks you had? Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guess what else they did on the low, brother? What up? They tell me away the view listeners. You don't you can't oh, see. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that today. Oh, I didn't like that. I was like, hmm. That's interesting. To- That's interesting. Like, wow, we, we don't want to know anymore. Was people getting mad that they was blown yeah. up? Yeah, you know what? It might have been the fried Oreo. Let me not with the shout outs. Like, oh, yeah, you haven't been listening to my show in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Good point, man. I was getting that from people. They asking me obvious questions, knowing damn well they don't see me in the listeners. Like, do you listen? No, I don't. You know that. Why are you asking? <laughs> so now it saves you it saves you the embarrassment maybe that happened a lot oh, you're right yeah i'm gonna be listening to a ton of people now bro but you gotta be careful <laughs> with that applause that's it you got you you gotta be still like a monk because if you move it's gonna clap <laughs> <laughs> you're like the anchor ninja it, it's so funny this is hilarious but you are dropping so many golden nuggets right now i'm picking them all up though man i'm gonna have that <laughs> After the key chains by the end of this episode, this is like so much good shit. Now I know. All right, all right, the applause. That's a good look. Now I know. Oh shoot! Yeah, because people get in their feelings, man. When you don't listen, it's yeah, like, yeah, they do. It's it's um because it's like a, you know, and then too, you know, with with my type, I'm not really one to kind of be polite about it. If I if I don't listen, I just don't listen. So, you know, people they th- they feel like they put energy into you they should get it back and i think that's what was that component of social networking right where when it comes to like content creation it's 
more so within how you create the content. It's not necessarily, and I think people would, so you would, let, 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 let's say like this, right? You take me, right, who's a content creator first. And right. then you take somebody who's a social networker first, like social friendy friend first. It's, it's going to be conflict. It's automatically going to be conflict because they think because they called into me or applauded me or something like that, that I'm supposed to do the same for them. But in actuality, uh, I'm following the model of Anchor, unfortunately for them. I mean, I guess, or fortunately, depending on how you go. And I'm just basically creating content. I mean, I, I listen to some stations, not as much as I used to, but, you know, once a week, they know I'm going to be putting out something. And yeah. now once a week with Mobac putting out something. And I'm telling you, know, you know, people coming up that, you know, it could, anything could happen. But you know what? I want to add to that for a second. I think you're so right. And I think that Anchor did the right thing because they want more people like you. Obviously, that makes the brand stronger. Like, right. you know, you know, you come to Anchor, you hear stuff like the fried Oreo. That's a good look. You right. come to Anchor, you, he you hear stuff like, oh, man, welcome to my podcast, man. I'm shouting out blah, blah, blah. Yeah, dude, I'm shouting you out, dude. Like, it's the same, you know, like, just circle jerk of shouting people out or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, thanks for listening. Oh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. That's not really content. I mean, uh, I guess you're showing people how you're networking. Eh, you know, like, it's not what it's not what anybody really wants to hear, you know. I mean, it's good for... The people involved, I guess, the pats on the back feel nice. Maybe yeah. I'm not even sure. After a while, it's gotta get boring. So I think that going in that direction, trying to reward people for creating good content is definitely the way to go. Like, and like you said, you know what? All that shit doesn't even matter until you support my show. Once you support the show, you know, like you, you, that's the ultimate mm -hmm. thumbs up, man. Once you like actually putting in that money it's like oh man now that that you feel that's the love real dollars is the love I t i'm that's telling you mo mac as a content creator on anchor there was a sort of like unspoken uh sort of like push for you to talk about what everyone else was talking about mm. it seemed like if you wanted to talk about what you wanted to talk about you had to depend on the community. So guess what? If I'm trying to talk about fly ass sneakers and you just got a bunch of old white people talking about business entrepreneurial stuff, you think they're oh, gonna yeah. listen to my shit? No. 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 But, In fact, they probably even razz you like, why are you trying to talk? This is this is a, a serious platform. That's where we what discuss. they did, bro. Oh. What it used to be. And you know where I got more love? Well, obviously there's some people out there who like me for my personality and what I have to say. But when I combine that with like, let's say Instagram, that is a gigantic culture there where you easily, I, you know, I got tons of sneaker friends there. I got tons of, you know, so if they see me doing a podcast, they're like, oh, this dude's cool. I like his post. Let me listen. Boom. That's and when you when you start making those types of connections and your stuff's good, more people are going to want to listen. But I think um, people are so used to that um, grandfather, that grandfather way of getting listeners just because you're on the app, you know what I mean? People bored, they don't have nothing to do. I remember how old Anchor used to be. He, Bernie Topgold, I love you, but he used to be so bored. He would just comment on my stuff because he seen somebody else reply. <laughs> That's how it used to be. It, it was, this was not a place of like great podcasters. It was like, 
man, I'm bored. Oh, there goes my friend. Hey, how are you doing, sweetie? And I'm talking about, you know, blacks in the in the hood in the community or something like that. Oh man, the fucking post hijacks. I oh, I remember those, man. That actually was where Momac used to really cook up. You was really you know cooking what? up. You was chaos. I was gonna say. Days, I was gonna say the chaos. I was like, I was living in that shit. The chaos of that. <laughs> It was fun to see you in the zeitgeist battles. It used to be epic. It used to be epic, man. I would just sit back like, I ain't got nothing to say. I'm just enjoying this shit. <laughs> Let these motherfuckers go at it. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's hard because, you know, like some people that are uh, righteous, but they catch themselves in a catch-22 or something. But, saying, you know what, Mo uh, Macklin? Hold uh, up, hold up. I think, I think Anchor, in some ways, I think they should have done more for the social component. I can't well, I believe I'm they, saying this, but I think they did a lot. I think they just backed it out because it was just not <clears throat> vibing that well. But tell me what you think they would have done that would have made stuff better. What What do you think? Because I think it would have made it unique. Because if Anchor had just started out as a podcast thing, I don't think it would have been much people there. Yes. Okay. I agree with that. You know what? I agree with that because they. I, you know what they do really well is the interface, the colors, all that shit. Like, mm-hmm. that makes you want to get on the app. Like, fucking, uh, I'll be honest with you, that Anchor 2 read boot, where they had the shift, you know, the claps flying down, all the sounds, that interaction. Man, that shit was, that shit was, it was the premium piff on the visuals and the audio. I got to tell you, I enjoyed that a lot. And it is because unfortunately as humans we like pretty colors <laughs> and you know all that stimulus coming at you man whether it's the visuals i mean it kind of clicked and you're right if they went that direction it is a very unique app and i bet you anybody they showed it to was like oh yeah this app looked cool what you know but i'm i'm afraid on the backside they were like well how are you guys making money well the, the money thing it's not important right now <laughs> you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. After a while, they must have got tired of saying that story. They're like, you know what? The money thing kind of is important. So yeah, yeah, I'm, you're a, right. I'm afraid. I'm afraid the art and the business side of things didn't line up because being unique sounds like a blessing, but actually it could be a crux, man. Because if you're the only motherfucker out there, either you could get shot down, bought out, or copied. If it does, if it is a success, you know what I mean. But then you also have to prove it or make it a success, which is fucking hard if there's nobody else to follow. Being a podcast app, it's much easier, right? Yeah. Podcasts are hot. You just advertise that. Like, oh, you guys want to start a podcast? You probably should check out Anchor. Boom. You know, get a cat, couple Gary's V's behind it. Boom. Right. You know, all of a sudden, things are picking up. Oh, what we got for you? Well, you don't have to play on the platform, but you can support your other podcasts that you like. Oh, and they take a cut of that. That's a nice way to make revenue without anybody getting in their feelings. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wins. Right. You know? Right. So I, I think they're doing a lot of things that they need to do. Hopefully the social aspect can come back in some other way. I'm not sure how, but you never know. You know, uh, Momak, uh, recently I asked you a question for my station coming up. Yeah, I like that move. That was a cool move. And that's what the direction <laughs> I'm probably going to go in now, where I think I'm going to go away from just saying, just putting out some and seeing if people will say something. You know, if I want certain people to respond, why not just reach out to them? Sometimes people don't know if they should respond. Sometimes I yeah. go Kanye mode and I'm like, I don't need y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so people be thinking that I don't. But I'm really like, no, I, I didn't mean that. 
for real, for real, come on over. So that's been an effective way for me because I have heard people talk about this. And uh, all right, kids, pull up your chairs. Papa, Papa Anchor going to tell you some shit. Okay, everybody keep talking about that there's no engagement, right? They say there's no engagement. They say the community's dying. That's something that you can correct. It's it, You shouldn't leave it up to other people to get your shit flowing. But you have to be about your shit. Um, not just off of Anchor, but also on Anchor. Hey, sometimes you got to go up to people. Um, I got this topic and myself coming up. Hit them in voice message. Uh, I would like to hear what you have to say about this. Blah, 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 blah. And I thought that was a beautiful move. I was, I be, besides being surprised, I was delighted. I was like, oh, wow, look at that. You know, like it's it's such an honor to get somebody to ask your opinion about something. You know right. what I mean? I was like, oh, this is great. And then you get that, li- you know, a bunch of responses. You can start structuring things in different ways. You know, you might get like, you know, six different responses for one person that kind of, uh, like, there's so much variety in that. It's, I think it's genius, actually. You, Mo Mac, you, you thinking like I'm thinking. I'm going to do some special. I'm telling, I'm not going to do the old routine where yeah. a person respond, <laughs> call in and I get this big ass response. And you, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, the, the direction I'm going to go in more, more storytelling. So yes. this is going to oh. fit the story. The call ins are going to fit a story, a narrative. So um, I feel that's a cooler way to listen to something like it's a part of something for real. And yeah, you know, I, I, I encourage other people to, you know, try to think of different ways to get your it, even if you're doing it just for fun, just try something different. If you ain't never did this thing before, try it. You know, God, that's that's you said it, man. See, that's the one reason to listen to the fried Oreo of nothing else, man. I'm just going to say it right now. The fucking creativity is like every week. This is the new format. You know we're gonna be, you know, like freaking getting like a new fucking piff ass format coming out of your creative ass. It's amazing to me. I'm like, you know what? This is and the storytelling aspect. I didn't even think of that direction. So I can't wait to hear the next episode. Once you, oh man, I'm now, telling now you though, got I gotta thank Anchor. I gotta thank Anchor for that background mute, man. What they did with the. They got it perfect. I mean, I talked about this the last episode, but it's still cool where I talk about it now again, because the way how they incorporate the ducking with the audio, it's just in sync. It sounds like you did it on your computer and uploaded it. Yes. And they got the interludes that match with the same names of the tracks and stuff. So you could have a flow to it. Then you could like not only that, but you've given things like the one the one thing I like doing is like you said storytelling mode right so that's kind of how i approach that little movie review thing it's like yo how am i going to talk about this movie and oh, you know yeah. talk about, talk about oh, man, get the man we, i forgot to tell you man let's do it live that was one it reminded me of the old school mode man how you were the editing king yes trim that's king. what i was trying to trim it in yeah. right like have a little bit of this let me talk about what i thought was hot about this segment have have a little bit of the segment showing playing i mean i know it's just audio but yo the really good movies got the fucking audio either it's dialogue yeah. soundtrack you know i'm gonna have to go tarantino on this motherfucker one yeah, day yeah yeah <laughs> And you know, I, think, like, I think too, because you're art, you, you got that artistic bit for detail, you know, like people probably wouldn't know how much you know you put into it. You know, you get lost in this shit, you having so much fun. I do, I do, know? and I, it's the same with me. I get lost in it when I really get into that creative process, and sometimes it's fun for people to think, Oh, I could do that too, and then they try it, they're like, Damn, what the hell? What was he doing? <laughs> 
Yeah, and you know what's funny about that? You might not even think anything of that episode. Like, I didn't even think anything of that episode. Like, it's not to me. It's like done. I can't wait to do the next one. Yeah. So that's when you know you're hitting some good. When you put something out there and you're waiting for people to respond or give you like, oh man, that was good, or give you like applause and shit like that. You know, it's it's all right, but you're kind of inviting you're inviting a certain type of letdown. You know what I mean? Oh, whoa, Mac, but you try to drop them gems today. I'm telling you, don't. But that's how I feel about it because I totally forgot. Like I didn't even expect anybody to think anything about that thing I did. I just had such a great time creating it, and once I was done, I was like, oh, it's done. You know, let's move on to the next thing. You know, I just had to get it out of me. You know, I just had something in me at the time. But you know, other times, moment reached that God tier status. Uh, once in a while, I do it, but a lot of other times, you know, I'll put something out there and I'll expect shit like, oh man, I can't wait to get the call ins on this. And then you'd be like, crickets. And it's, you know, it's a little, I'm going to say this, you know, I've been let down a few times, like, mm. man, I don't get like the response I wanted, blah, blah. And that's not a good feeling, man. You cannot be in that game and it be can happy. fuck your head up. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. I've been there plenty of times where I thought I dropped the best podcast on planet Earth. And, you know, somebody call in and say, hey, how are you doing? Oh. I'm like, oh, what the? You didn't hear any of it or what? Was you not? Oh, I understand. It's just it hits people in different ways. Sure. Sure so does. for me, right? Like I noticed, like because I used to feel that way, right? Like, damn, ain't nobody applauding, nobody saying nothing. But I noticed people would consistently listen all the time. And if, yeah. why would you consistently listen to something that's boring or just whack? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> you know, no, no. you're gonna be like, nah, this ain't for me. So if you're still listening, you're putting, you're actually immersing people into the product. Oh man, you you know what? You immerse people like crazy. Let me let let's segue for a minute here, and then maybe we'll come back to some M- M- MBTI, whatever the fuck it is called. Stuff. <laughs> but the reason I'm going crazy is talk about immersive. You you got this way, Duan. When you talk about shit you're interested in, like why I want to buy an iPhone now. I want to get like a new phone. What? The f- <laughs> it's your fault, man. I ain't got the money to spend, but now I'm looking at phones like. And Juan talking about some new equipment and shit, talking about this Pixel 3, this camera, this selfie camera. I'm working out the chest. <laughs> you know, I got to get this chest looking good in that selfie. I need a Pixel 3 or not. You know, it's like you got me so excited about getting equipment, man. It's awful. You know what, though? It's, it, it goes back to what you just said. When I do stuff like that, I'm not even thinking about it like that. You know, know you just so it's just, it's just me just in my moment you know i'm just in my zen like moment and it's so it's so contagious yeah and we're not yo you like the pixel 3 got four gigs i'm like yo the x the, the iphone x with the three gigs it's enough it's enough we're battling for no- <laughs> <laughs> and then okay let's talk about that i know i didn't probably irritated you no no okay mom of my my kids I can't speak for the girls. <laughs> Everybody like, okay, Dewan, damn. Just get a phone, okay? Get a phone. Cause I'm just all over the place. Do I want the Pixel 3? Do I want the iPhone XS Max? And, and I've just been going crazy, y'all. And literally today, I just dropped my 7 Plus again. So now it's almost four oh. corners of crack. <laughs> <laughs> Only one more corner and it'll be the four corners of crack. Crackhead Park back again. 
oh that phone that poor phone oh my god how's the glass holding up on that oh you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna mess your fingers up baby that's not a good look hey it's gorilla glass all right i mean it's shattered but it's still working <laughs> by the way this oh yeah so gorilla glass 5 on that pixel 3 you got the 5 on that shit so yeah it's gonna let be a good me look. tell you though man so i ordered i pre or i ordered um some screen protectors already because i was just i knew i was gonna get the phone yes Oh, and the please. screen protectors are cracked already. Shut up. No, I'm going to order you another set of screen protectors, man. Not only will I support the show with dollars, with equipment, we got to get that screen right. I want that shit clear. I don't want to see your face with like any cracks on it or anything. We got to look at stuff. I want you scrolling pretty clear fucking screens, man. Oh, no. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. that it was from Amazon. But you know what? It was the UPS, man. They must. It looked a little scuffed up, the box. They don't know it's some tempered glass in there. Damn. Oh man, they trying to freaking play soccer. You got some FIFA guys. Kicking your box around. That's fucked up. Oh man. Well, anyway, we will get you right. I'm sorry to hear that. That sucks, right? Oh man, when you open a box and shit is damaged, that's the worst feeling, I gotta say. But right. hey, at least you still got some time. When's that pixel dropping? You you getting the pixel for sure, or you it, still on it, it officially dropped today, October 18th. For those that don't okay. know, but um, I'm probably looking at the likelihood of getting it Monday. Okay, so you're sure you're gonna get it? You're definitely gonna be a droid, droid head coming up. Yeah, man. I, and technically, I'll still be iOS, but that's gonna be like my iPod Touch now. That's cool, though. Actually, I think that's a great idea. You know what? Because the what are you on the seven? So hopefully, that'll still be good for two more years with the iOS updates. Yeah. It's still a solid phone. Maybe you will even get the glass replaced if you so. Indeed, I plan on doing that. Yeah. Nice. So then you got two devices. You got you. You be like me. Speaking of which, the good news, the one is that you know being on the two platforms gives you the ability to be on the two platforms. It's great, mm -hmm. you know, and you can see what works out better for you. And I, I would definitely love to see you taking selfies with that new Pixel Three camera. As far as that goes, I think the Pixel Three definitely has the advantage, especially for the price point, especially with that software shit that they got going on with that camera. So I think uh, we're going to see some pretty hot stuff coming on IG from you. That's for oh, sure. You know, if any of y'all are irritated about my selfies now, yeah, when that, that wide angle lens, I'm going to be all over the damn city with mine. And now I'm going to be able to have all my kids in the photo easily. Wow. That's uh, and not only that, I can only really fit two of them in, and then they're yeah, just maybe like three. trampling over me after. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. This they, they scrunched in, they scrunched in. Yeah, that's not a good look. But you know what else is great? Not only that, so you have that option, but think about the fact that um, what you call it, um, you're also losing the weight. So you look, you've been looking younger and better every day and stuff. So I appreciate. It, hey, man. as as liking, you got the abs. I ain't up there yet. Oh, I only got, got a I only got a four pack, out. man. We ain't even up to the six pack yet. So I'm, I'm just, I got I got a lot of work to do. The damn thing, man. We both doing the damn. <laughs> we, we live, fucking we live in the world of Bill O'Reilly. 
we'll fucking do it live every time no problem hey plus i got the editing skills so i'm gonna apply them to this episode as well no yeah, doubt about it magic people are gonna be like what well why are they talking what were they talking about everything's wrong <laughs> on my end that's right there's only going to be one or two little suggestions that things might go by you know i have to put it out there for the outtakes that, right that's right. about it that's about it but and i meant then, to tell you though what's funny like you know me losing the weight and everything Mm-hmm. It creates an optical illusion with people because suddenly they notice I have a haircut. <laughs> when I'm, when I'm something different bad, about you. When I'm looking bad and I have a haircut, they don't notice. They don't. They don't. Now it's like, oh, when did you get your haircut? Like, what? Well, <laughs> it's like that. Damn, I didn't get haircuts before. Yo, your barber must be thanking you. You giving him all the business like, shit, it looked like you cut somebody's hair. It looked like they dropped 30 pounds. Shit. That's people's way of saying that they know I lost weight, basically, um, oh, yeah. at my job. Everybody's been saying, oh, I like your haircut. And I'm like, thank you. And I'm kind of laughing because I, I mean, I did have a high top for like four months. So I understand that part. But I, they True. say, oh, you look younger. And yes. I'm like, oh, okay. I, that's, that's, that's when I realized, that- oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they noticed. They're like, uh huh, yep, the haircut, the neck. Oh, yeah. And you definitely look younger. So that's always a good look. And it's what? It's just drinking water and salads for lunch. I mean, that's what everybody. I meant to tell people too, this is what I've been doing. Okay. So when I was broke, and I mean, not to say I got money now, I'm still sort of broke, but not as broke. But anyway, um, there would be times where I didn't have nothing really to cook. So I would have to utilize like sides and eat that, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I start realizing like I kind of like this and I'm going to implement it a little more. So nice. What I would start to do is like, you know what? I'm Because my kids, they come here Wednesday, Friday and Saturday. Basically, they're here for. Okay. so basically those days are the days I cook. Other than that, I don't cook. I just eat salads. Oh, water. And maybe I maybe I'll have sandwiches, but that's all I really need. Couldn't I realize now the only time I really like to cook is for them. It seems like yeah. it's too much food just for myself now. Oh, oh no doubt, no doubt. What a great strategy. Talk about like making things like first of all, you don't have to waste no energy getting up, cooking stuff, washing pots, washing plates, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. right? It's all in like one dish sort of thing. That's genius. Mm-hmm. Uh it's healthy. Uh, man that's a great strategy because people always ask me like man what you doing like let's be honest Juan I hate to tell you this but it's true I hate telling people what the fuck I'm doing because I'm like y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna do any of this shit Uh, why am I you know what I'm saying like why you gonna be asking me for advice and then not take the advice or like try to contradict the shit I'd be like it's diet and exercise oh diet and exercise well I can't do that well then you gonna be fat what do you want me to tell you you gonna be fucking fat then (laughs) (laughs) facts fucking facts you just like it's you you know if you don't want to do it i understand it takes a lot of work it takes a lot of discipline or whatever it is um maybe for some people it doesn't but i don't i don't want to tell them anything really because they ain't gonna do shit anyway so i'm like you bring uh, up a great point and i get that a lot too uh, um where like one person was like uh oh no not one person my mom i love you (laughs) oh you're gonna go on all right Okay, I was telling, you know, I made my post today. I think it was today or yesterday. I talked about the fact that now I eat salads and all this and that stuff. So Mm -hmm. I need to eat what you eat. And I'm like, Mom, you sort of do, but you take it to the max. Like she's one of the people that'll cook dinner and put it in her salad. 
Yes. <laughs> I, I, like for me, I'm boring. I told her like you wouldn't want my salad. It's boring. It's literally spinach, croutons, and dressing. That's it. I don't. I don't really. I, I don't get too crazy with it because like you know I would want to cook an actual meal then. Oh my god! Yeah, you sound like my kid, my friends in high school. They'd be getting salad and then like a twenty piece chicken McNugget right on top of that shit. <laughs> Like you got a twenty piece on top of that shit. It's gonna be a lot of calories, bro. But um, yeah, it's um, yeah. People definitely want want their salads to be. You know what? There's some salads out there. You think you're eating healthy, man? But the taco shell salad plus avocado plus. You know, you're talking about like twelve hundred calories plus the dressing. Man, that's almost a day's worth of calories in a salad. And then you yeah, you, you gotta be careful that it's like dangerous. what do they call that 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 subway halo effect or some shit? Ain't that what oh, it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like when you think you're doing the right thing, but you eat a lot of it. it and right. Subway's, mm, no, Subway, because of the bread and stuff, you get a foot long. You in for like 800 calories, bro. That's that's a lot of calories, actually. You know, like if you don't do a lot of walking, lucky for you, you're, you know, up and about during the day. But most yeah. people sit in front of a desk like me, myself. If I don't walk for lunch, if I don't walk to work, forget about it. It's It's over. Game over. It's, it's not a good look at all. It seems like you really made a habit of, you know, making like walking and enjoy like you bike and stuff. You make a habit of staying active because you're right. It's so easy to just, you know, if you drive, drive here, drive there, eat, drive home, eat, you know, and you're not really walking anywhere. Yeah, you're not walking anywhere, but I'll tell you what, I feel like I've done that off and on consistently, the walking more or less, um, about as year long, but I still was able to get fat. Biggest change, though, I I, got to tell you, it's been um, Erica. It's been Erica. When I told her, I was like, yo, you know what? I should work out. She's like, yeah, but you know, she gave me that, yeah, like, yeah, but you're not really gonna, like that side Mm. eye, like, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, now it's time to prove you. And I said, you know what? Let's make a deal. Why don't you be my coach? You check up on me. And true to word, she'd be like, motherfucker, you work out today? I'd be like, oh, damn. You know, like, I can't be lying. So I'd be like, no. She's like, oh, how many days in a row now? Fuck. I got to tell her two days in a row. I don't want to make it three, you know? So that gets me right back into doing the workout thing, the seven-minute workout, which, honestly, when I do that, coupled with everything else, it puts everything in line for me. I don't go crazy eating crazy calories. I don't go crazy drinking a lot of extra calories. All of that lines up. So yeah, being accountable. So if you could get somebody that's nice about it, but but still checks on you all the time in some way. Isn't that powerful how a person can kind of like, because in a lot of ways, Angela Kay kind of did that for me. She was getting back into working out and stuff. And it was something, you know, I was sitting around with my two liter sodas and everything. I was like, yeah, good luck with that. You know, hopefully that works out. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know, like little after little, I just started like, Looking at you know my mountain of plastic, as I like right, to call it, right. when you start when because I live right by Family Dollar, so it's so easy to go over there, get a couple two liters, come home, drink them up, go get some V8 splash juice, come back, and just you you create this pattern, and all of a sudden you just are recycling all this plastic. So I just started kind of like you know like you know what I'm gonna start drinking water, you know, because at work. <laughs> At work too, they have like these little juice pouches, like for like kids and shit. That's that's kind of what mm-hmm. made me stop wanting to drink it as well. But you just peel the pin, the the foil, and you drink. 
I used to drink like eight of those at the work, you know. Oh yeah, oh, no doubt, no doubt, and probably eighty to one hundred and twenty calories each. Like, man, think about that. If you had eight of those a day, right? It was getting God. so bad. I would have to hold my breath to tie my shoes. No, sh- no bullshit. <laughs> it was getting that bad. I was That's like, a good- even to tie my shoes. I've been there. I've done that. I'm. I'm sorry. I'll admit it. I, I'm same place. Yo. Oh, you know how my jeans I done went through? Cause my thighs mm. big. So my jeans they rub together on the thigh. Talk part, about it, boy. Yeah, you be looking, looking like, like you got that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, this is not cool. That I'm. I'm just ripping all these pants apart. I got people looking at my junk and everything. Oh my God! Talk about it. The truth, the one, the truth, the truth, the truth. I love it, and I love the fact that you implemented a really simple change, like just change what you drink, just water, and the effects are just outstanding. You know, like man, that that is great. You didn't like. Let's talk about it. You didn't even have to get into a workout program. You just said, you know what? I'm just going to drink water and watch the w- weight melt off. That's. <sighs> If you can't even do that, I mean, you know, what are the chances you're going to do a workout program and stick with it? So right. and it's free. Not only is is that, you know, water is free. Like you're not paying extra to drink water or you anything know, like that. Juan got his little moment going. I got frugal. I'm telling you, I got money in the account now because I'm not constantly having to go get the because that's the psychological effect, too, you would have. Like if you drink all the juice up, what else is there to drink? I don't want to drink oh, yeah, water. Yeah. Let me go back to the store. And before you yep. know, you're broke. So. Now I just fill up my pitcher, wash it out occasionally, and that's it. The kids, even the kids, I got the kids drinking water every now and then. They still little assholes, though. They, <laughs> they, they'll be like, no, nah, Dad, we're going to drink nothing, and we're going to make it seem like we're malnourished until you give us something that we want. Oh, yeah, I'd give in to, man. Them kids, they have a way of doing that shit. You'd be like, oh, come but on. But I, yeah, I get them with the fruit, though. So I make sure to eat some type of fruit oh that's great and they need the fiber yes 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 because the fiber is important man that should set your your whole digestive system right you gotta have veggies and fruits oh man i don't want to get too graphic but it's clean waste now (laughs) bruh yeah you know (laughs) you don't realize how bad you've been eating until you're like damn i used to i used to poop like Mm -hmm. you know blizzard dq blizzard yes (laughs) and now it's like you know licking logs it's it's building now you got some solid logs (laughs) it was no fun because you know when you go dairy queen it's all day so oh yeah you're like oh man i'm trying to multiple times <laughs> so yeah, man. Once the once I started eating better, I started noticing like you know it was healthy stool. Oh, no doubt, it wasn't yes. like you know I was just yes. going crazy in the bathroom. And every time I do, it's because I do um, managed. I, like, so- Subway got me one time, and Subway for real. My stomach not- up. It's usually something with a lot of oil, but I'm glad that you're doing the salads. I mean, the salads are just, that sounds like, again, the fiber, it just sounds like it's gonna be the best thing for you all around. That is killer, man. I, this is, I am so proud of you because you didn't even, you're like the ninja. You're like the wise, everybody talking about their diet or talking this, talking that. You're just like, mm, I'm losing weight. Mm, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, 
it's like it's not even fucking rocket surgery it's not no freaking keto this or whatever trendy you know like i feel like there's a lot of shit out there in, in the u.s especially because we're right let's face right. it folks a lot of us overweight in the u.s Isn't like it or not one of right? the billion dollar industries to get into to make some quick yes. money tell people that yes. hey you you fat ain't you well we got this to help you out we got you just got to pay and there's so much money some of these things out there products or whatever i mean it's it's almost it's insanity when you think about it because you know like i was check this conspiracy theory out right all right one of the things one of the things i listened to recently is about um it's gonna sound corny and it's corny as hell but it's about uh mushrooms you're thinking what the fuck's up with mushrooms whatever Mm -hmm. anyway scientists finds out Mushrooms and insects kind of coexist, makes sense. Insects are down there, whatever. Yeah. Fungus is all yeah. around down there. It gets into a big deal, but it turns out that certain mushrooms end up killing insects because they live off these insects or whatever. So mm. they're very poisonous to the insects. But the insects smell something like the reproductive stuff called spores on the mushrooms, and they don't go near those mushrooms. They're like, yeah, motherfucker, we know them shits are bad for us. Right. We're not going to touch right. them, right? So they eat other mushrooms that don't have this thing, right? So this one guy ended up experimenting with mushrooms, whatever. He ended up creating that poisonous type of mushroom without the reproductive part. So the insects wouldn't be able to tell. And he tried out an experiment. He put some of that on some rice or whatever because he had carpenter ants eating up his house. And lo and behold, the carpenter ants one night fucking find these, you know, the rice balls with these mushrooms that they think it's like mana from heaven. It's like, oh man, these are the good, it's the good fungus we're always looking for. They take it back to the whatever hive they got, you know, that ant house it ends up killing the queen and all the other ants in there. And it's like, wow. you know, this is like, it's non-toxic. This is the beauty of it. It's cheap as fuck to make and it's non-toxic because all that other shit you spray around your house, it kills insects, but it's also toxic to humans. Maybe not, you know, right away, but, you know, yeah. there's a lot of cancer out there. You know what I'm saying? So he brings this up, you know, they, they've replicated it. He brings it up, you know, and guess what? All the big fucking companies that sell the, the shit, you know, that they market. They're like, uh, yeah, we're not going to sell that because, you know, with like 25 cents worth of mushroom shit, you're going to kill the, the termites and ants forever and they're never going to come back. We'd rather sell you, you know, $4 of this toxic shit over and over again mm. every year. It's, you know, there's some fucked up shit out there, man. That I, I tell you, big business. Do we want the people to get better or do we want well, to keep them pockets fat? gotta keep them pockets fat first That's you know what's 101 ain't it man and these motherfuckers are trying to tell me how to run my life oh and this is the gas like rockefeller and everything man oh yeah yeah oh with the the lead uh, in in you, you're talking about gasoline like or am i thinking monopoly this? you know oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, like organized crime, man. These guys are like fucking mobsters, but they're they're not. They're, but they're very close. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They're just not shooting people in in the streets. But some of those practices are just oh, right yeah. up there. You remember they was bringing like lawsuits and everything against those like quote unquote diet companies and everything. You know, promising people these dreams of of losing this much weight with these before and after Photoshop. I mean, before and after pictures. Exactly. The Photoshop that goes down, the the many lies, the I mean, there's so many things out there and it's and the, the thing you have to think about is like they gotta keep on selling that product. Yes. So 
So do they really want you to lose the weight or you know, I don't know, man. I, I feel like a lot of times, a, a lot of that shit, it, it's better not even to listen to it, man. If somebody's trying to sell you something, I say move on right away. I'm like, eh, it's probably not. It's probably not. Because it's, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit if they're trying to sell you the easy thing. Like everybody wants to look sexy. I get it. But, let, yeah, you know, let's be work. It just, it, it's work. It's work. And it's going to be work overnight. forever. Yes, and it's not overnight. And you're right about that forever thing. You can't just work on it for three weeks, six weeks, let's say even six months, and then stop all of a sudden be like, yeah, I'm good for the rest of my life. It's kind of like an everyday thing, you know, like consistency. For me, it's been like an everyday thing that made it work. Yeah. I had to, I have to do it every day. And isn't that the most difficult but yet rewarding thing is to make it a part of the lifestyle. Once it's a part of the lifestyle, you don't even think about it anymore. As simple as just waking up, scratching your balls. It's just stuff you do in the morning. You know, stuff you I'm do throughout you, the day. Now that I don't work out in the morning, it's a weird day for me. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't work out, man. I'm, I'm starting to feel all sorts of anxious. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out another way to catch the workout. I'm it's 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 crazy. And you know me, I'm all about chaos, man. I like my days be different all the time, but yeah. I gotta yeah. tell you, I really got into this routine and I love it. I love the fucking routine. I love that routine. And now, hold on, since I just mentioned chaos, you said that your personality type loves the chaos but i thought you were all about order and you know like having a plan and being all organized and shit like you got to talk more about this because now i'm interested how's the chaos come into play duan what are you talking about exactly okay now this is from my perspective of this particular intj but i think the order and routine is mm -hmm. what makes it um, that sort of order is what makes it possible for me to have the chaos in other parts of my life. So let's take, for instance, with me doing my job, my nine to five, right? Yeah. I find, I found that when I would be on vacation, it would be harder for me at times to create content. You would think that'd be the perfect time for me to make shit, but it would actually yeah. be counter into that because with um with intj let's we're gonna only go into two cognitive functions today um first is introverted intuition and that basically is thinking of all the possibilities and everything for me so right that encompasses a lot of willpower so people like me don't really need the gary v's as much because we are really gary v in our own mind and gary v right, right, is right. the extroverted intuition so that's the whole flip side of the coin and then we have um <clears throat> we have uh, uh extroverted thinking so most people would think like extroverted thinking you're an introvert no the cognitive right, right, right. cognitive functions are within sets of extroversion and introversion and by the way extroversion does not mean that you can talk all the time. It just means that you prefer to be around a certain energy, whereas introverts, they prefer to have a lot of inward energy. So anyway, uh, the reason why I, I say all this to say, when I'm out and about in the world, my extroverted thinking, the judging aspect, because I'm looking at things, I'm examining patterns and seeing things, it inspires me. If you oh, were to lock uh, me in a room, for you go crazy. Time, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have nothing. I. I, I would be. I, I would. I'm not one of those creative types. I can't be creative. Just sitting in a room with not with just a pen and, and paper. I have to go outside for a little while, and, and something will catch me, and then I want to run back home 
And then at that last minute, I'll put some shit together. That's how I do a lot of my stuff. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Just open some doors for me. Now, now I see some shit. You see, with you know the tricky part? You, you unlock two things for me, though. I never thought about that, how you do your creativity. I thought you being alone, like, say, in your mind on the bus yeah. or when you're doing some work, like, in that meditative state is when you come with your creativity. But it's all from internal things but actually there's a lot of external stimulus that inspires you what which is what we're doing right now is a big part of it and it's also two um people that i trust and i'm cool with we get dope ideas bouncing back and forth and that's how another way how so it it does involve people but it's not it's not as much people (laughs) it's just a select amount of people um, so like what we're doing right now, you know, like Mac, when you and I talk most of the time, yeah, an idea will spark and then I will build on it. And by, by the time you hear it, you're going to be like, damn, that came from what we were talking about. Yeah, I know. I've never put those together. I'm like, what you talking about? All right, whatever, man. But it's it's cool. It's cool as long as it sparks. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. So that's that's it. That's one of the mysterious ways in which INTJs work, because as you stated, we do tend to have a routine to sort sort of things and you know it can seem as boring it would be boring for you would probably kill yourself if you had to do my job and i probably would you know be in a fetal position if i had to do your job you know <laughs> but but i think we, we complement each other's inner working so much that you don't even notice the the you know i mean you don't even care about the multiply stuff anyway but um no. yeah so uh, that routine uh, gives birth to the creativity and without it it would just be because I always that's the thing with and this is also too I want to clear this up for people you may think if you, you look at the MBTI and you see MoMac is ENTP which is the last part is perceiver and you have me yep. INTJ the last part is judger but yep. all I do yep. is judge and then that's I'll what I used to think that's well, the, I, I, I still think that, but I'm telling you all now, that's wrong. Because actually, my dominant, um, my dominant cognitive function is a perceiver, introverted intuition. Momax is actually judging, extroverted oh, is thinking. Is it really, really? Some judge? Yeah, I gotta say, I just some people, you know. But this is the thing, but what changes everything is the second function. That's what determines um, if you're a judger or perceiver. And this is only system based. So, for instance, with you, Momac, the way in you being a perceiver is you just do what works, not what's right. So. For you, it's yes. just about flexibility. You know, not, yes. not you just you would not work well within a structured system for oh, a certain God, amount of I, time. Oh, I hate structured systems. Like, yo, put me in the army, you know they fucking reject my ass right, right away. I, <laughs> I do not respect your tie. In fact, I go against it. Oh yeah, all those things so true, so true, so, so with true. Me being a judger, I work within systems, like you know, nine to five job. So some people out there think that I am wasting my time doing nine to five when actually well, I could, I could be doing a better nine to five. Now, let's not say that. I'm not trying to say it's the best job in the world, but it gives me the most flexibility within my inner world. 
Yeah, it makes sense though. It makes so sense. You know what I was gonna say? The the other thing that you did that's amazing for me, like now you just compared the two and you're talking about both of them. It's beautiful because I never most people do this, right? They get into their Maya Briggs yeah. and they only focus yeah. on themselves. I did that. Yeah. I only know my ENTP. I don't even know how it relates to anybody else. Yeah. I don't know any of the other ones. And to hear you talk about how the whole system works how the personalities in the real world kind of relate to each other and everyone else that's the beauty of this whole fucking thing man it's not like categorizing the one thing for you like okay it's nice knowing yourself a little bit better but knowing how you are generally going to react with everybody else because you just opened my eyes to something like if you ask me about my ENTP-ness I'm like yeah I'm a perceiver man I don't judge shit yeah. and I think about it I think about it man I talk so much shit about everybody's system at work like man look at that fucking stupid ass thing we're doing here <laughs> right? like, yeah. <laughs> all the fucking time I'm like oh man I'm actually a really I'm a really terrible judger I'm <laughs> like no like <laughs> It's like that shit is stupid. Why the fuck would anybody like? I'm always making. You brought up a great point, Momac, because this is another kicker for those that are in MBTI and they love that they got their, you know, their four uh, abbreviations. I'm sorry to tell you, but that's not what you should really go off of because you can have the. Because see, this happened to me recently. I used to think that somebody was um, introverted. Right. Because they said they don't be around people and stuff like that. Right. But Mm -hmm. once I started listening to them, um, I realized they were actually an extroverted feeler was their dominant, which basically means um, that they're extroverted. Right. So they extroverted feelers, for example, Maria Humphreys, they care about the harmony and, and vibes of everyone. So you'll, you'll hear them constantly, you know, saying, hey, let's be happy. And even Jennifer Elin, she she has to be a... a oh, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's definitely Mickey Mouse all the way. Like the whole Mickey Mouse club, but she's doing it. Yep, yep. Right. So, and then with that too, though, is that, um, like you just said, right? In a way, you being a, you're a judger, but you prefer yeah. a perceiver lifestyle. You know what I mean? That's that's just how you go up flexibility, frugal, frugal Momac. You know, you need that yeah. flexibility. You can't just be like iPhone or Pixel. You're like, no, what about this phone over here? The one plus. Yeah, what about this? This actually uh, a dope phone over here. You what about this phone? You you look at every aspect. Yeah, it's hard, man. That's why I thought, yeah, the perceiver is definitely me because I'd be like, oh, that sounds right. That sounds right. You know, I'll try a lot of things, like you said, until I find something that I like. Right. And then I think the fucking key, like, oh, this is the way to go for the whole, you know, so I'll add my judging part there. But um, yeah, I like to, I like a lot of variety and flexibility, but I'm also really judgy. I never thought about that right. that way, but I am because I'm always like comparing shit and saying, no, 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 you know, like really critical, actually. Yeah. Uh, especially with my humor I caught me there too because that means you know many a truth are spoken in jest the shit that I joke about uh, maybe I'm not always joking about it so (laughs) (laughs) you pissing people off man I remember you had Tony Mosey like what what, man what the fuck you just say (laughs) you had people mad boy Oh, I did have him mad. I had him super mad. I don't know what the hell I said to him, but boy, he was not feeling good. Like, what you trying to say about the greatest hits? We can't forget the zeitgeist and cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. For Mr. Zeitgeist, it's get with the program. Yeah, get with that, the program. That. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. The cupcake part was just a little bit of extra frosting on that. <laughs> Cats off the bag. He, he ain't on Anchor anyway. He ain't going to hear it. But if you do, but, yeah. what's up, my Minnesota brother from another mother? <laughs> but the funniest thing about that is it was just thrown out there for no reason. Like, it, I had no idea it would affect him. I was just like, ah, you know, why don't you just come with the program cupcake? And, you know, <laughs> like, he just hulks. He's a big dude, too. My boy can, like, deadlift 500 pounds. Yeah, which, yeah. Which is three and a half Momax. So that's, you know, I would not be saying that to his face. <laughs> he probably fucking, you know, me through a fucking field goal, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, but, uh, within that same flip of the coin, see, ooh. I'm a perceiver that judges things I perceive. So see. see, this can work for me and against me. So let's say, for instance, I'm like, you know what? That person, I don't know. They be talking. I'm trying to judge their body language and they're saying things. I don't really know if they, I don't know if I like, I don't know if this person is saying something about me right or not. I'm, I'm going to just I'm just going to talk to him right now Boom Just like that I can go into that mode With the paranoia So that's why you know, INTJs are known for being very paranoid We we can sometimes Assume things really quickly We're fast judges we, I mean fast impulsive thinkers And we make judgments really quickly Without sometimes having all the facts There <laughs> So that's some of the drawback But yeah um the MBTI, man, in a lot of ways, like I was just like you. When I mean, I talked about this before, but when I found out I was a mastermind, I was like, I don't need nothing else. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't man. need to read nothing else. I'm the man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man. My ego is so high. I was like, woo. You were like, this MBT, this shit, no, this is so right. This is so right. They know. <laughs> I could only imagine, like, they fucking know that this shit is so right. I am the mastermind. That's it. Let's you know walk what my away. My mom was like, my mom was like, mm-hmm, take out the trash, mastermind. <laughs> you know, I got to bring it back. We got to bring it back. Oh, my God. But the ones, you take out that trash, mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably there waiting for me, man. Even though I yeah, moved she, out. She probably like, if you go into the kitchen, why don't you make a salad for me, too? <laughs> right? <laughs> But yeah, man, after a while, I don't know what got me back into it. I think a part of it, honestly, was Angela K. Oh, really? And I'm going to nice. tell you why. Because I got cool with her, right? You know, we were cool as hell talking all the time. And she mentioned that she was an INTP. So, and then like the MBT, I saw I was kind of like remembering the stuff again. And then I found out like me and her were like, you know, high on the compatibility. It was like you, her, it was like her, you, and that, you know, that was like my top compatibles. And it made sense because it wow. was the real life thing. It was like before yeah. I even knew what MBTI was, we were cool. Right, 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 right. I Isn't that interesting? I didn't know nothing about mastermind, any of that right. shit. We just, we right. were cool. So when you, it's like powerful when you find out, like, oh, damn. It's like they, yeah, when you start mapping, by the way, not for nothing, but. By the way, did you want to take the test and, and find out what you were or were you kind of against it from the get-go? To be honest with you, I was against it before I even took it. <laughs> Yo, the reason I ask, hold on. The reason I ask, the reason I ask is 
I love Mickey, but she said the same shit. She like, I don't need that fucking shit to tell me who I am. I know me. That no. was what so, I said. Oh no. Uh, I'm thinking she she an INTJ. She an INTJ. I'm telling you, man. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. I just started click, I saw the shit click. I'm like, wait a minute. Flat top on this girl. Hold on. <laughs> But it could be true. It could be true. I was like, you know what? That's um, it, this, it, the, the categorization is a beautiful thing sometimes. Yeah, yeah, man. And I'll tell Cause you, because I remember Victoria's one. She was doing the the, the thing, oh, and she asked me to a, take it, and I'm like, no, okay. I ain't taking no tests. What the fuck? Right, right. I'm just on social app. What is? Why do I need to take testing shit? So that's how I felt at first. But then it was like a year later. And I think of all people, I want to say Saha got me on it. I, 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 nice. I can't remember. Exactly. I want to say it was her. Yes. She was talking about it and that came up again. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, and that's when I brought out. I'm on the ENTP and I'm whole happy about my ENTPness and shit. Because not my penis, my ENTP. Bangness <laughs> 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 or whatever it is. Because it just... it. I don't know. I'm like kind of proud of being an ENTP, and I think ENTPs are known for being proud of their. Uh, anyway, so it kind of made sense that you know getting that back together. I'm sure you were like, "Oh, look at these motherfuckers with their stupid types and fucking acronyms and letters. Yeah. Y'all think you're some shit." But it's interesting because isn't Victorious one also an INTJ? Yes. I say? Yep. And I, I get along with her beautifully, swimmingly, love everything, you know, like as far as relating, definitely. Like I could just anytime. So, yeah, man, it makes so much sense when you start breaking things down like that and you see the like the relationship possibilities, how you relate to people yeah. and how you work well with people. It's it's really powerful. I feel like, you know, like when they talk about building teams and shit, like you should have this type of insight with the people you work with to some extent mm-hmm. i mean it, it makes sense because you know if you're walking into you know like a crowd of lions or some shit or maybe it's just the job type that attracts a certain type that you're not going to mesh well with oof, it could be you know be a hard life man and another okay. thing too i want to tell people and i always caution is that mbti is just a tool a personality tool That's right. I had to stop it there. I mean, we just got into it and could go on for hours and hours and hours. Anyone's got time for that? Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, thank you so much for listening so far, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm being the one just uh, you know, shooting the breeze as usual and giving you our insights and what's on our mind for the week as we stir up the pot and be sure to tune in for another episode next week when we do even some more of this noise making sort of deal right here right there right in your pocket right here on the anchor sphere or wherever you're finding our voices through the interwebs anyway the one couldn't be here to sign off because he let the honors to me, so I'll do it for both of us. Thank you again, and I'll catch you all next week.